0: And the, pork. Blake and the
1: pork it's raiders review with blake and the pork hello and welcome to raiders review with blake and the pork i'm the pork i'm blake and this is the podcast formerly known as the third most popular raiders podcast on the internet coming to you from the filthiest store and buried somewhere in the bowser civic the location of which we will never reveal will we blake no but Each week, people seem to be getting uh, closer and closer to finding it. So we might have to relocate it. It's a red herring, mate. It's a smoke screen. Absolutely, it's pork smoky out there. And we come to you with the extremely dubious support of The Greenhouse, the Camber Raiders' number one fan forum. Get online and get engaging with people who love the Camber Raiders as much as you do. And if you love the Camber Raiders then you must also love the people down at Landspeed Records because they love the Canberra Raiders. And we come to you with their cash money sponsorship, as well as the sponsorship of Audio Technica Australia, who give us all the stuff that you can hear our dulcet tones on. And we are very blessed to once more to be joined from the West Coast of the United States of America by our special guest star, Matthew Heather locklear Lenevez, Hollywood, Hollywood. I forgot the Hollywood bit.
2: Hi, oh, I'm stuck in the middle of a hurricane. Can you hear me? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yeah, we can hear you. <laughs> hurricane Survivor. Oh God. Hello and welcome. How uh, is it? How is be... the hurricane? Yeah, we got a little bit of rain. You know, everyone panicked as they do. I guess you're uh, up in the hills, aren't you? So you're not really gonna be Yeah, walking. we're not down with the commoners. Yeah, we're no. up here with just the, the wealthy people. Just me and my neighbors
1: just looking down on the And the rats the and the peacock. <laughs> yeah,
2: the peacock. How is the peacock? How is the
1: peacock? You shot it
0: yet? Well, I thought I might have heard of the peacock last week at one point, but I'm not too sure. Now the, you'll hear in,
1: you'll in, hear, in hear California. To you tonight, can I'm you sure. still shoot the peacock in California or do you have to get a license for that?
2: Uh year it's a thirty something thousand dollar fine and you'll go to jail for like four years. So no. no you so you've looked into that. Damn, Newsom. Yeah, Newsom.
0: Is that his name? Governor Newsom? Yeah, damn you. Yeah, Newsom. Damn, Newsom just just let yeah. us live our lives let's, let's live our let lives. me eat my thanksgiving peacock let's <laughs> let me listen to luke coombs and fire guns yeah. Yeah. All, right. all right yeah let's well, fit in right in there because didn't he he likes firing a few guns and listening to Luke Kim Say,
2: yeah maybe when he comes over here for the the the, the football fiesta that is las vegas next oh, year well
0: jack latrell in vegas what could go wrong
1: What could go wrong? I don't know. Look, look, a lot of people, there's a lot of aspersions being sent out there about Luttrell at the moment. I got to tell you, I have been a fan of that bloke since he first turned up on the scene. And uh, as a human, I think he's fantastic. He's hilarious. Um, I enjoy pretty much everything he does. And I think he does most things in a really good, happy spirit. So when people are bagging him out, just remember, I reckon he's a hell of a nice guy. Smashing uh, Joseph Marney's face—that was a really happy. And that was Tyson Frazier on the back yeah, of the head. head. Okay, maybe not the ter- Tyson Frazier, but I still maintain that Joey Manu was him being overexcited. I don't think he meant to do what he did. At our last, when C.S. Soliola took out Billy Slater all those years ago, I think he meant to hurt him. I don't think he meant to hurt him like that.
2: Don't you talk about our seal like that? Don't yeah, I, you talk I love about our anyone Everyone yeah. loves Cia. He's like Newcastle Sears now uh no, news
1: we'll always be I'll
0: see news we have news once again it's always big news right it's yeah Huge news.
1: The, the week should we get a theme song from the news well i tried it i didn't really like it how's that i brought to you by impact comics go that may be getting cut out um so so
0: so the big it is what comes and goes in this podcast is is entirely um my choice, Tim. Is that sure, right? I'm sure it oh, is. If you listen. If
1: you listen. Guess the if- train's running on time.
0: If you listen. Uh, <laughs> that's Don Ferner. Um, if you listen, you, you, would, you would know. The biggest part of the news, I guess the biggest story that broke over the weekend, which is the biggest non-news story of all time. You clear copy was, got me there. <laughs> was, was the rumour that Jack Whiten was potentially about to backflip um, on the Raiders, on South and, and State Raiders. And, so, and it, it was spawned by this website, right? I was, straight away, I, saw it, I went, what the hell is League Initiative? League Initiative is like one of those um, clickbait, you know, at the bottom of like news.com.au oh, yeah. um, articles where there's a little ad for a thing that says, you won't believe what um, Tiger Woods' wife looks like now. And no, yeah, have yeah. to I've, I've gone into that
1: and it took me ages to get to nothing. <laughs> Yeah, it was just a waste She's of my time. Pretty good.
0: She still looks pretty and good, but right? you've I, got
1: to click through twenty different things, and every time
0: and you I click through one of those things, ad. yeah, well, every time you click through one of those things, you get you get shown an ad, mm-hmm. and and whoever makes that website gets like one cent. But so because millions of people are clicking through those things, so League Initiative is a completely bogus site that is purports to report on rugby league, mm-hmm. and it actually it's just total clickbait. And if you actually look at the stories, it's all um, been written by. AI. I don't think it is actually even a person oh, right. behind it all. So Chapchug, it, it's it's totally Chapchug there's totally without basis. Yeah, but people see these things and then they share them on Facebook and everything else. And even um Triple M jumped on this story and, and they had Wendell Saylor saying, Oh, maybe I would like to see him stay at the Raiders. But there's absolutely without any basis to it. And in fact, um on the Sunday night. Jack White himself came out on Instagram mm-hmm. and posted some story, which he then subsequently deleted for whatever reason, mm-hmm. saying the whole thing's complete bullshit. So, yeah. He was on his no, way to
2: a uh, Luke Coombs concert somewhere else. That's no, he's, he's coming going. back.
0: He's coming back <laughs> from the Luke Coombs
2: concert.
0: <laughs> now, that, obviously... And um, that was actually in the mosh pit at Luke Coombs that he did his hamstring, I'm hearing.
1: Yeah, that's that's where he hurt his hamstring. Once more, we'd like to remind you that the content provided by some people on Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork is not necessarily supported by fact or the other people on Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. You're distancing what yourself a, from this. Now, the club, just said, the club said that, that
0: they, they did have a scan of the hamstring, hmm. so maybe what they need to do is, did you see how um, Gould leaked the uh, the document of the TPJ hmm. um, sign-off saying he's getting zero money? He, he gave that to Danny Wilder to publish. Maybe the club needs to leak the um, the Results of the hamstring scan to, to, to someone, yeah, just someone, our own on. Danny
2: Widler. <laughs> positive, no, it's,
0: it's positive. Polkinghorn, oh, we call him. It. Positive. positive. Oh, go, it's it's on. crazy,
2: isn't it? Like we we were all up up in arms because Jack was going and and we were told oh, it was for more money, and then it wasn't, and then we were told it was to win a premiership, and now look where they're coming. It's just it's been dragging on, and and um, why have I
1: got the shoe man? My my first thought when I saw him going to South, and I was like. Anybody who is knowingly putting Latrell and Jack together and not expecting issues has yeah. it's been Latrell and Jack together. But doesn't this sort of back up the stories during
0: the week that Latrell and Cody run the club more so than the, the coaching staff? And well, we've seen um, John Morris and Sam Burgess leave because mm. they've said that, you know, there's certain players, we know who they are, who get treated differently. If um, Latrell is running the club and he says, I want, you know, I want you to move hell and high water to get my cousin Jack here. Mm. You Know, I think we've seen an indication of that, but I think, I think, oh, when you look mate, at this there story, wouldn't,
2: there wouldn't be a club in, in the NRL that wouldn't want Jack playing for him. No, but well, when you look at this story,
0: um, and when it broke, most people, I think, were pretty ambivalent to the prospect of Jack potentially staying. It wasn't like uh Milford at the time, where please stay, or you know what I mean? People mm-hmm. like
1: everyone's moved on and 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 they're, they're happy for him. him well, to, my first to thought was, I don't think the money's there anymore, so I mean.
0: Where's the money gone, Tim?
1: Well, there are, have been other things gone out. I think I don't. Think Where's the, the money gone? I don't think the Colonel's going to be cheap. I, I not a million. Think, no, but I
2: would be interested to know if we revalued him right now, what Don and Ricky would offer Jack compared to the beginning of the year. Whether seven seven eight
0: hundred to play in the centres. It's what he's worth. Instead of other one point 1. one. Other bit of news. Let's, let's not talk about Jack for too long. Other bit of news is uh, Rara Rupin. Il Duce decides what we talk yeah. about here, Matthew. Someone's got to keep the the, the schedule moving on. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Rappin is free to play. So he did get a charge. He got charged for the knees on um, Kikau, mm. but not the knees on. Who was scoring the try? He, he did knees oh, on. the winger
1: with the headgear. That Williams bloke? Um, no. Wilson. Wilson. Wilson.
2: Wilson. It yeah. was
1: quite he good, kicked. quite handy, I thought. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, he wasn't good against us, but he's had
2: a good month of football. He actually had a great couple of debut weeks. His kicker
1: turns, <laughs> I thought, were pretty good.
2: But His kicker turns were decent, but he, we, we really targeted. I the, thought um, Kotrick
1: finished
3: all over him. him. I thought Kotrick
0: finished. And that was the best game Nick Kotrick's played in a long, long time, both in the attack and and defense. And, like, it was a bit of a mismatch putting Wilson up against Kotrick. Like, have you seen um, the Captain America movie Mm. with Chris Evans? Mm. Like, Wilson's like Captain America before he takes takes (laughs) the the super soldier serum. Mm. And then he turns into into Nick Kotrick's, like, after, you know? Yeah, you're right. After the juice. Not that I'm saying that Nick Kotrick's on
2: juice, but how good was it to see Nikki Kotrick take that first tackle carry out of our own 22 and run 10 meters? Yeah. Mm. Over, it was just like, and that put us in such a good position on that set of six. And we scored mm. on that set of six. Yeah. I just, and, I was and really I'll, glad to see him have a good game. Oh, yeah, he, did well, he did well some.
0: to score that try. finished finished um, with the pass from up and that hit the deck. And also right near the end of the match as well, he had a really good try saving effort mm. um, on Wilson. Mm. I think it was right. Yeah, he right did. Point. No, He did.
1: It was, it yeah, was so very, very he good. He did
0: well. But yeah, Rapper's free to play, thank years. God, because um, the thought of going to this game without him terrifies me. I mean, it, it's frightening. We'll get to more rapper in a bit when we get to the man of match, of course. But when your best player is a 34 year old um, dude playing out of
1: position,
2: your 34 year old dude that would rather play golf and smoke a pack of cigarettes than go to training, <laughs> it just says a lot about his spirit. Now, I, I, um, we, we know that rapper's always had this in him, like he's always got. Those fantastic games where he can manipulate the ruck. If he can get outside of the market defenders, he has such an ability to be able to to punch through the the center there. And he, look, he, he had a pretty shocking game the week before, so we Not know terrible. that once once a month he'll throw a couple of bad passes in a row and drop a few balls and you know have these brain explosions. But there yeah, are the so many
1: Joe definitely rests heavily with, yeah. with, with ruck. no, like no, he still channels him from now and then and just does these things. You just think. A normal, rational, sane person wouldn't even consider that. But- you know, he, yeah, caught, but- he caught every single one of Burton's bombs. Oh yeah, and
0: like, it was actually the last The last one that um, that the last they one scored huge. the try off
2: wasn't actually that was Sexton kicked that ball because
0: Burton got yeah. tackled.
2: We could probably have a vote at the end of the year of who's the most overrated rugby league player in the competition mm. and i think he's wearing the number six canterbury bulldogs oh my god
0: i um like his bombs are great and it's it's kind of funny because my son um one of the main reasons like you guys to all the games but he was particularly excited to go to that game because he just loves burton's bombs and obviously yep. seeing them um at the ground is different from from mm. seeing them at tv but Apart, you look at the last time we played them in in Brisbane. Uh, sorry, yeah, in Magic Round, the, the bombs were pretty much all they had, mm. and again, that's all
2: he had. I didn't realise what a bad defender we he was completely until this game exposed him. And, and the reason maybe I'm bringing it up is because I'm salty that he got picked by Brad Fitler over um, Jack last last year in the state of origin to play in the centres. Yeah, you would and we think lost the that,
0: and that that was the thing because he did such a good job um, for the Panthers in the centres mm. two years ago. You think I, I, and they, yeah, you think they could defend, but I guess the Panther, you know, I guess it's it's easy to look good in a good team, you know, yeah, than yeah. it is to look good in a shit team, and obviously we've seen a bit of that with him. <laughs> Indeed. Um, other bit of news: mm-hmm. Brad Schneider. Schneider. Speaking of the Panthers, mm-hmm. so he signed with um Hull just to till the end till the end of the year. Yeah. And now they've signed um what's his name that that dirtbag May, Ty, yeah, Tyrant May,
2: Ty Tyron, Tyrant. What that May? Yeah.
0: Tyrant. You just called him a dirtbag. That's bullying. No, there's he's that's that's been found that's upheld by the courts. So they've signed Tyrone May, um, because and so there's a quota in the Super League. Of how many overseas players you can have? Yeah. So so they can't keep Brad Schneider. So it looks like Schneider's going to return back to, of all clubs, the the, the NRL into the Panthers. And I mean, a Maybe. Lot of...
2: Yeah. Did you see out. what his coach said? I was just saying. Did you see what the coach of uh, the whole team said? That he, he doesn't want to comment on it because he knows it's a vulnerable position right now, and he knew Brad um, left under certain circumstances where we had the chance to re-sign him back, but then yeah. they've the media spoken to the Ferner to Don, and it looks like we're not uh, keeping that door open. Which really, because when Don, me. yeah, when Don was
0: on, um wrote a um, he podcast, he asked him about um, Brad Schneider and Don still said it was a possibility, but, you know, if he showed more at this level, there's a possibility bringing back. I think what it comes down to, something, you know, you talked about last week on the show was, you know, certain players, there's a floor and there's a ceiling. Yeah. And I think that Brad Schneider, and this is what I've seen from New South Wales Cup games, um, his floor is quite good. Like, his, his best and his worst game, there's not a huge difference. Yeah, it's like a five to a seven.
2: Yeah, yeah but week. I don't know that he's it's got really the strong. ceiling.
0: I think, you know, if you look at Ethan Strange, well, his ceiling could be
2: a nine or a ten. You well, know, what yeah, I mean? Ethan Strange on the weekend in the South Wales Cup team was the standout player. Now, people are jumping down about Xavier Savage and the tries that he scored. But Strange has gone back to Cup and... Unbelievable. Been, like, next level. And Unbelievable. That's the best yeah. game he's played um on the weekend he, he had
0: three tries the, there was one the first try where he's got the ball 10 meters out from his own line going to his left beat three or four players gone up yeah. the middle and then put in a beautiful kick for Savage to run through and then there was another try um later in the in the first half as well that he set up did you see where he he did the skip it's kind yeah. of almost like that ponga thing where just quickly to just ponga
2: luai but actually yeah. more direct and faster yeah. like it's just it's a very and unique just does that running skip style. and gets gets
0: from um his man's um outside shoulder I mean sorry inside shoulder to his outside shoulder outside and then the center's open then he interests
2: the center just for a fraction of a second throws the pass and the center's through to to score So to me try. that's that's what I feel like the Raiders have recognized is we've got we've got a handful of halves you know you throw Frawley in there Schneider strange yeah. they can't do you that know, a few others they and we're, you know we're signed Sanders there's, there's a few there and yeah, you could re-sign Frawley on small money for a stopgap for a year or two to mentor and maybe coach Strange, but you yeah. can't sign Schneider and Strange because they're both no. looking at the five-year plan and, yeah. we, and they, they must have looked at both of them. And yes, I think Schneider's a very good footballer and I'd love to see him back in first grade. Schneider kind of reminds me of um, Michael Monahan. Yeah. Um, remember Michael was at the yeah. Raider system, didn't get yeah. a shot. And, he had his
1: bloody jaw broken by that what's yeah name? yeah and, and, he bro- had and, with, Luke and he had issues yeah. with the management at the time too so there was a bit and so michael of left
2: and he became an incredible 5-8 game-winning game managing 5-8 grand final winning player for at manly. manly yeah and then yeah. went to the uk and, and
0: did really well in the uk as well yeah
2: and he was just that he was like schneider like a player that yeah he might not get all the flashy stuff like his brother michael's brother did and he might not you know show up to the uneducated eye but he did all those right things and I feel like Schneider's the same and I honestly think you, you throw Schneider into that system at Penrith and he's an incredible footballer you throw him in to a lot of systems like Melbourne and he'd be a great eight down there and he just but we've decided you know and we've clearly earmarked um strange because we brought him up for that game and now he went back and just played the best game of his career so you know that's where our future lies
1: whether he's starting round one next year my only fear is whether like the colonel's not meant to start until 2025 right yeah when is the point whether he does he can't backflip because that's over a year away whereas usually it's by what the august date or the june date for the backflips
0: but is that... Niche? I don't think there, I don't think there is. I think it's pretty much from when you sign a contract now. I'd I, I need to check this. And But you know. I'm, I, that's the one thing I'm... No, no, no. About. I prefer this, to get This, here is, the thing. this is the thing, Tim. Just let me finish what I'm saying. The thing is, there's no August date anymore. I think there's like 10-day cooling-off period or something from when you sign a contract now. Yeah, it's I, hope changed.
2: The, I hope that's the case. It's changed. But I'll the, need to check the, it. The, the really interesting thing is if you listen to Brad Arthur in an uh, interview he did yesterday... Even he's talking about how they've screwed up recruitment and that's what's put them in a really bad position this year. They're already starting to whisper about moving Clint Gutherson into the centres next year. And, you know, whether that means they go after Jaden Campbell, who they went after um, this year and the Titans wouldn't let him go, or whether they go after Savage. I thought that, try- you know,
0: I thought that when they so were did, I thought,
2: yeah. So did I, man. Like, And, cool. and I watched Arthur interviewed yesterday and I'm like, I have a feeling they might go after Savage. And then suddenly it, it, it wouldn't also be beyond the realms of possibility that they move Dylan Brown to fullback and they go out and they try and keep um, uh, Sanders, you know, because he is earmarked to be the next Cleary-esque type player. So the the sooner we get
1: him in our club, the better. So if we had the choice of doing Xavier and then having the Colonel come straight away, Matthew, would you do it? We've already got both of them, so I wouldn't, no. No, but if that's what would get... The Colonel to us next season rather than 2025, would you do it? No, because I believe in Fogarty
2: for at least another season. And I yeah, think, I think Sanders, right. for all of the stuff that we're hearing about him, you go back and you watch those New South Wales under 19s games, like they're kids still, and yes. they're playing against
1: kids their yeah. same age. But then we saw what Strange did on the weekend.
2: Yeah. And I, I would love to see him. Um, get another shot around first grade, whether that means be in the starting 17 or not, just yeah. be in the 21. Look, even if we got Sanders next year,
0: I think the plan would be at least give him a year in New South yeah, Wales yeah, Cup. Totally, you'd be. See, I don't think he's even mind. played New South
2: Wales Cup yet. It, it's well, a very yeah, rare can, player that
1: should miss that step.
2: It's a very rare you can al- player. You can already see There's that maybe that's one of the reasons why they've decided to keep Frawley is because they'll play Frawley at six. They'll play Sanders at seven next year in Cup. Strange will probably maybe step up and then... Yeah. I think he will, no, we did, start, you hear, did you see? start um, bringing that whole group through, Savage, Strange, Schiller, yeah. Schiller was fantastic on the weekend, yeah. there's a whole bunch yeah, of young right. talent, and you can see, obviously, we've got a new development um, team there, and you don't suddenly get a recruitment team in, and everything works in six months, a year, 18 months, you look at two, three, four year plans, Mooney was probably the start of that, and, you know, for all of people bitching and moaning that he's not playing this year, Mooney will be a first grade at the Canva Raiders and he'll play I, over 100 I, I just games think, for us.
0: I just think there must be something with Mooney um, that they still want him to work on behind the scenes that, that there must be some reason why they haven't put him in the team yet. Cause I watched him um, on Sunday at the ground when the, the bench was warming up and he was there um, 18th man with the, with the bib on his, the intensity in his eyes, the desire, you could see he just wanted to be out there so badly um, there's something special about him, and size wise, um, he's he looks bigger than he did last year. Mm. Like, he's put, he's put on some size. He I, looked, I, I think he's
1: definitely ready, but this is what I was thinking when I was thinking, why would must you be send Trevelyan back and strange back. Why would you do that? And I'm thinking maybe what they're trying to do is get this unit to go forward into as deep into the finals of the New South Wales Cup as they can possibly. Um, yeah, for the experience. Um, one thing that manage. happened, one thing that happened, um. Um, I you know like maybe that's what it is. Maybe they actually think, as a group, as development, actually taking them as far forward in the finals is actually in the club's best interest. I, I'm completely against writing off this season for the first grade side, but there is Me something to, there is something to be said for having that group of players go through as you as deep as they can into those finals.
2: Also, there's probably I mean Ricky, he always talks about it about minutes and rotation. He always talks about the club you know, as a club, not just first grade, second grade. And we saw the best game this year. Admittedly, it was only 20 minutes, but we saw the best game this year by Tom Starling after being dropped. Like clearly, and whether you think Starling's the answer or not, that's not what I'm saying. And what I'm saying is people were up in arms that Trevelyan wasn't playing this weekend. Tom played fantastic on the weekend.
0: He did. But
2: again, there was a case
0: where they had a pretty crap pack and we, yeah. we, we we were we were dominating, you know, and especially when
2: Tom Song was on. And so he could he had that opportunity which, to to which take Which makes off. me think, if we go to bigger picture, and you think about that great article, I think Dan might have written, uh, or was it a, a different raw article about how the Canberra Raiders? It wasn't a Dan article. it was actually one of our guys. Uh, how the Canberra Raiders, where we don't have too many analysts in our club, we have mm, a lot of that's tape. That's Mike Hall-Wall. So, yeah, Mike has written this beautiful article and I'll try and post it so people can get, a, can get a look at it because it actually, it gives you a little bit more faith in the way that we play and it's not necessarily about having, you know, these great structures that we always hit, these points on the field. And yes, we might not be the, the prettiest side to look at, but what one of the things that we, we tend to do is man up against certain big clubs. And maybe one of the things that Ricky and Madge are good at is tape and, and setting game plans around other teams' strengths rather than... Mm trying to create a structure with our team we've never had the greatest athletes on the planet come to our club we've always had to scrap and fight for every piece of media or every piece of you know fanfare and we're still trying to scrap to get a better stadium but I just think I I watch the way that we play and maybe why some people get confused and and think that we're ugly is because we are trying to set game plans to certain teams and and you can't fault them I mean with for a few mistakes on the weekend where we gave away some poor possession and We didn't complete sets after scoring tries. We pulled apart that team pretty well. Like, we attacked Burton and that corridor. We attacked the middle when they got tired. We looked at their bench and we realized how we could, after big minutes, start to manipulate some of their forwards. Yeah. Their forwards. How how bad was Raymond Sutton
0: on the weekend? I didn't even see him. I didn't even notice him out there. He was was, was terrible. He didn't play. Yeah, no, he, was, he was a late scratching. I, I noted that he didn't play. So, right, so
1: you're allowed to tease and do whatever you want, but if I do that, then it's you don't like it. It's going to get cut out, right? And now I'm just going to go back because it was really important. Segway is is you is you were talking about. Um, Mick Monaghan before. And look, on his last game, he played a really good last game for the Canberra's But the most memorable moment is he's going for the try-line. I've forgotten who tried to tackle him, but literally got his shorts and his undies, and we yeah. got the full ham. Like the full deck, fully pulled down, had to play the ball with his tackle out. Um, it was one of the most hilarious moments I've seen on the football field. And I salute you for that, Mick Monahan. Nice. Got up, played the ball. Nice. Didn't even think about pulling up nice. his pants. We
0: should um, cover the
1: NRLW. We should. Now, you another, want to talk about exciting? That was exciting.
0: Yeah, another great performance from um, a, a wonderful
1: side. Yeah, the yeah, way yeah. They've, they've come together and, and, and built just in a season. Oh, it's, it, They're just remarkable. The, the thing was, again, they went out to a really early lead, and but it was really stellar play. Now, Parramatta... Looked like they were still shell-shocked from the week before when they got pounded, right? They came out. So Madison Bartlett scored in the first minute, and everyone was up. Like, but how big is this going to be? And sure enough, we score again through Sophie Holliman in, in the eighth minute, and then Alana Dummett went over in the 20th. But then the curse of the Camber Raiders comes through, and they scored um, through that. And again, all of a sudden, at the very end of the match, we're hanging on. Now, we did it quite well in the end, but again, um, Samama so Taulfa is... Unbelievable. Like I said, I don't want to put the next Bradley Clyde tag on anyone, but gee um, she
2: <laughs> she's a huge call. Yes. She, she is. is. She she's is. the
1: first one back to run the ball up, which was his trademark. She doesn't miss a tackle. She pounds in defense. She's always looking for the offload when she sticks her head through. Either side, she can pass off it. And she's running through looking for the uh, – she's there. She is everywhere. She is like Bradley Clyde. Like Because you
0: were kind of alluding to who she was like last week. And I, I didn't, thinking, I didn't I want thinking, to mock
1: it. But again, I was thinking Bradley Clyde
0: and yeah. No, she's, it, unbelievable. she's the next Bradley like, like I say, she was the first player that the team,
1: the club signed. Yeah. And just an unbelievable player the to, to build rate. a club around. Uh, the work I mean, it's not how much she it does, it's how much she does and how good it is. What's the
2: last expansion um, side that's come into a competition and won the competition? Mm. We should look that up between now and next week's podcast. What did Melbourne did Storm win? Did Melbourne Storm win their second year in? second i think and the western wanderers in melbourne made the grand final i yeah, think in their first year from um, sydney western wanderers from sydney no sorry the no 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 the the team from um western united um, western united made the the wanderers final made Didn't first they Make the final yeah they
1: won the final season. Well? first season.
2: um but there's there's something brewing with this Raiders team. There really is. They right. they got shell shocked in that first game at Shark Park. They got beat, and you could tell. And they they really didn't come out of the the gates early. They haven't let a team get the jump on them yet since. Yeah, but they and, do and let sides back into the match, and that is yeah. Their one but that's Achilles a fitness thing. That could yeah. be a fitness thing too. Like some of those girls haven't played first grade in RLW. They've come from Q Cup or Rugby yeah, Union. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And, you know build into a season it must be really daunting to step up and suddenly you're playing at bruce stadium or you're playing you know at all these big venues and, and you're sharing um well, not quite sharing dressing sheds and that's one thing we do know that the the stadium in canberra has pretty awful uh, facilities for all the teams but you know like it's it, it takes a lot of getting used to and and we've dealt with it really well you know you can only come out in, in the first half and put together something and then mm. and then obviously at half time and They've won how many straight now? Is it four? Four.
1: Four. So they're they're in third spot on four and against, um, but on the same points as one and two. Um, With a massive positive...
0: Yeah. For and against. Yeah. Give some of your of
1: points. Nine, Give right. the men on, some of your nine. points. Give like, the men no, some of you your points. The men. Uh, yeah. there, was, there was many good players. Happy <laughs> Nichols back. once more was fantastic at the back. Both the wingers are great. Our raiders' review with Blake and the Pork's very own Shaq Tonga was absolutely magnificent again, scoring another try. Third try in three games. That's brilliant. Robins ready scored a try right then to seal it. Um already uh wax lyrical about um, Samana Taufa, who again gets the Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork player of the match um because she was absolutely brilliant but two players that i saw on the weekend who came in uh with something else grace kemp has come across from um rugby union because and you we've all seen the trouble with the wallaroos coming up um she was a power up front she was yeah so good. awesome she was so strong and her football brain is so good again Matua. um she is a, a unit, she is a weapon, um, beyond belief. I don't think anyone else in the game has a weapon like that. I, 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 the bravery of those Parramatta um ladies tackling her was just immeasurable. She was so good. Um, but also Olivia Ingram, Canberra's own Olivia Ingram, actually got a run, got a debut in the weekend, and acquitted herself well. So, look, it was a really good match. I, I really enjoyed it. And Matthew, I know you were watching because we, it, um, it was fun. It was good to watch, and and the play is structured like it's it's exciting. Anyway, they're playing um, in Brisbane this this weekend um, on the twenty seventh against the Broncos. So they're going up there to play yeah. against the Broncos, who are in sixth position at the moment. But if they can get a win here, does it guarantee them a top a, a top four spot in the finals? No, but gee, it goes a long way to do that. So big match, big match this weekend.
2: Hi, it's former camera Raiders captain Alan Tung here, and you know I don't actually go in footy tipping comps, but if I did, I'd tip the Raiders every week. Uh,
0: Market Watch, Market Watch. There's been some signing news during the week.
2: No, that's gone. That's gone. Jojo for feed or watch. Jojo, Jojo, Jojo.
0: Did you see Cleese Haas? Did you see that that break? That break he made. He could be. He could be someone to look at. brother yeah well, sign the brothers just sign the brothers uh market watch simius is saggy yeah. we saw that <laughs> excuse me we saw simius is saggy he's been linked to the club for quite a few months now but he's he he's he's officially signed now um he's a new south wales cup guy from uh nights who has played first grade mm-hmm. um couple of years for the last couple of years but hasn't i don't think he's figured in the first grade team this year he's a he can play hooker, he can mm. play center, he can mm-hmm. play um lock. Mm-hmm. Uh there's talk that we might be looking at him to play back row. Mm-hmm. He's just a general utility player. I don't know that much about him. Um you, have you, are you that familiar with Simi
2: Sasagi, Matt? No, I got a couple of mates who are big Knights fans and they were sad to see him go. And they kind of give me shit because we've signed a lot of Knights, you know, I know, it's... well
0: someone said that to me that they
1: can we sign anyone other than Knights?
2: Yeah, well, it's listed <laughs> well, as
1: being the... right. Twenty-two years old, right? Just his birthday is just for Anzac Day. He's from New Zealand. Um, and it's listed at his Wikipedia page as being a 5'8 centre in the lock. Yeah, so and apparently I, loved, interested... I love that. I love yeah, that. We, we want I to sign him as a utility, that. and then also, um, I think,
0: uh, as potentially someone that can play back row because the back row is is a position we are pretty short sure on. Um. At the moment, interestingly enough, this weekend I had a look at where he's playing
1: for the um, Knights New South Wales Cup team. He's named it Seven. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Seven. Well, he, his actual first name isn't Simi, it's uh, Nathaniel. But yeah. So there you go. Uh, exciting. All, Welcome but if, to the club, if he's yeah. got a
2: big enough body to be able to play in the middle and play 13, I'd love to see him playing Seven, you know, because it's going to only hone his skills, understanding game management, learn, you know, maybe some kicking. It's 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 such a funny position, 13, in the modern game. Like mm. we've got. Horsburgh playing there, who could play middle. You know, we've got Madge as one of our assistants who plays Tarpany there for New Zealand. Mm. Well, Tarps played in the second half
0: when um, horse was off, and he actually threw that pass for um, Papa
2: to score. Yeah, he almost threw one for Emre Guler at the beginning of the game that Guler yeah. should have caught. He was over the yeah. line basically. Well, Sasaki Guler He's- played pretty well, but I, but it's I was just saying it's funny, you know. We let Adam Elliott go, um, oh. who's now playing fantastic. I'm just, it's a he very, fantastic it's an interesting position that clubs look at differently. Yeah, you know, you've had Gerbo play there in Manly and and kind of be kind of plotter, but then you've got. Carrigan now playing great. You've got Yo, which is kind of the template that people follow, and Murray that everyone likes to copy, but it's mm. I don't know if we've decided Bradley. how how our 13 is. Yeah, you know, no, but, so, well, the, this, time, this, but
0: this is the problem, is that the um, 13 position has changed. I reckon in the last 10 years it's changed three times. And we haven't really decided if we're gonna go stick with the traditional way or whether we were gonna go on with the Velandis ball. You know, yeah, ball player, or whether it's yeah. a,
2: a prop with good hands. It's, yeah, it's for a while there was a prop with
0: it was a workout. Then it was a prop that could play big minutes, like a Sam Burgess or 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 a, yeah. a, a Tumalala. And then yeah, and then you like you say with Sutton, he's he could play sixty minutes, and like he was, you know, never he really got out of third
1: gear, but he could maintain that. Well, see, I personally just like to sign Cam Murray and be done with that's That suit me. Yeah, me too. He's 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 the greatest. He's he's my favourite footballer in any other club. That kid, but yeah, he's outstanding, absolutely outstanding. Um, but yes, and uh, Tommy Starlings is also yes. So
0: that got officially announced. I mean, it was one of those bits of business that we thought that was done a long time ago. Um, speaking of bits of business that we thought was done a long time ago, so Hudson
1: Young is that officially? He no, he's not officially signed yet. It's, it's still resigned. No, it's, it's still, still up in the, the boil.
0: Hang on, find this thing.
1: I mean, it's yet. still up in the air. No, Hudda is not, uh, not, not resigned yet. Um, they're still deep in talks. But you know, every time he gets
2: a strip, he gets an extra five thousand on his contract. Every time he does a tip on pass that goes out,
1: we take fifteen off.
0: What about a third tackle kick? What's the That was awful. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, anyway, and, uh, look, there's been momentum growing in the week for the Blake for the board campaign, which I, I must say, I ridicule. I didn't think there'd be any response, but there, in fact, was some response with people thinking it was a good idea. Yeah, well, I, initially I was just suggesting a a a,
0: a fan a fan group forum. Mm. but then i think who had the idea matt did you suggest i should
2: i should run for the board and, and <laughs> it since that was not my
0: idea First, it's just it's just it's people taken taking it off and run i with think it. you walk I mean...
2: past. i think you walk past a mirror and you just looked in the mirror and you just like oh i'm a I'm i handsome myself, <laughs> myself
0: in a fedora um but anyway it's take off because on this show we are all about giving the people what they want you know when the show first started out mm. We did it sporadically. It wasn't a weekly show. People wanted... They wanted every week. They wanted a weekly show. And what did we do? We gave them a weekly show. Which was directly against my wishes. Yeah. The next thing they said, they wanted a third host. They did. And not just any third host. They they wanted wanted a Logie Award winning third host in Hollywood. We gave them Matt Hollywood, Heather (laughs) Leneves.
1: Now, they, they wanted Rose McManus, but he wouldn't do it. And then we went out and we tried. David McCubbin turned us down. But we found Matthew. And he said yes. Then I'm the still next, waiting to get paid. Then the next thing. That's, oh, yeah, it's, no, it's coming. Checks them out. The yeah, next coming. thing
0: um, they said they wanted, they said, get the best stats man in the business. They did. They said they get did. the best stats man. And look, you know, we can't, you know, we're not miracle workers.
1: No, we're not. So we got, <laughs> we, got Jay, we
0: got AJ. We got AJ, And so, you know, we're all about doing our best to give the people what they want. And the people have demanded that Blake run for the board. And, yeah. and I've got the endorsement now of mm. not only this show and yep. Matthew, mm. the Green Machine podcast have come on board. And they said they will support. Yeah.
1: They all support my push for the
0: board. Uh,
1: and you've still got a, waiting to hear back from GE. You've got a platform coming up as well, which I believe um, will make GE happy and bring him on board. GE, of course, being uh, green-eyed from the greenhouse, Canberra Raiders number one fan for him and the dubious supporter of this very podcast. Yeah, he hasn't actually... I'm still in negotiations. He hasn't actually... Uh, I haven't got his, his endorsement. But endorsement. I believe your first platform policy uh, you're going to reveal on the show today.
0: Yes. So the first thing I do, once I'm elected to the board, mm. I will stop the music that is incessantly played in every breakdown. Unbelievable. Oh, it's so bad. It is dreadful. It now, is. You couldn't actually hear what Cam Song was saying because no. the music was playing. And I want to hear it. And what it's Cam and Sullings it's not it's not even good music. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's like Shakira a and, and and reggaeton. It's like the music you get blasted with at Guzman and Gomez when you're just trying to order a burrito. Yeah, but they're good burritos. I know, but you have to put up with the music. I tolerate
1: the music for the burritos, it's but outrageous. where's my burrito?
0: So vote for me and I will stop the music. Does it anyone, know, does anyone music. know when the um, next board elections are coming up?
1: No, I don't know, but we'll. Um, do we have elections? <laughs> I'm not sure we do. Is,
0: is the a Democratic? Are the people of the board democratically elected? No,
1: as I've explained yeah. to you before, the best system of government <laughs> is a benevolent dictatorship. Uh, and
0: you said last week on the show that you already have a representative on the board and yes. his name is Don Ferner. Yeah, yeah. He's not on the board, mate. I know. He's the CEO. Absolutely. He reports to the board.
1: Yeah, he's my representative. He reports to the board on my behalf. He has my, my you know, my anyway, proxy. He if you want to me- get involved
0: in the Blake for the Board campaign, um, you can make your donations, send your checks, your money orders...
1: And, and yeah, uh, yeah. I, I dislike that you're trying to bag out Don. Don I'm
0: not bagging
2: him out.
1: Green I'm not bagging him. I'm not
0: bagging him out at yeah. all. I love Don. I'm just saying he's not on the board. Right, you were wrong on that. He's, he's like, already
2: okay. trying to split the board. He's already
0: trying to but get votes. Send send your checks, your postal orders, your mm. money owes to um GPO Box 56 mm. Canberra <laughs> 2601. Yeah. Um and in if you enclose a um samp self-dights envelope, mm-hmm. I will send back. A um, signed eight by 10, glossy, partially nude picture of the pork, Danny Stewart. Yeah, okay, Danny. See, I was Man, to... Arnie J, Arnie J, I've, 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 already already got I've, got I've already got that. I've got the bus. Oh, right, my God.
1: He's this been texting exciting. midweek. He's been texting midweek. Oh, my God. He's been warned about it before. He's been warned. But the first one was shaving his bollocks in the hotel room in orange in the, in the motel. Now he's talking about getting a quick one off the wrist. Oh, my goodness gracious, me! I'd like to see oh some dear. stats on that. Oh, dear.
0: But, yeah, 8 by 10 glossy Arnie J pictures. So send your checks. And, look, once the money comes in, because the main thing I've got to do is I've got to buy that fedora hat mm. and that fancy. Oh, hat. so
2: your vote can be bought?
1: Oh, no, yes. I've got
0: to go. I've got. I'm going for the the Lee Hatcher look, and it it doesn't
1: come cheap. It doesn't. You have to pay. He it drives a. It actually, glory. it, does. it, it doesn't actually pay it look as good as the that. Lee Hatcher look does come cheap. That's the problem. He Hey, watch out! He's suing people. Yeah, now. he's so he's suing. He's,
0: so he's suing. Um, a uh, uh yeah, Bell West Tigers yeah. podcast because they said that one of his um inducements to try and get Mitch Moses to the club was that he said he would pick him up in his Ferrari every morning and uh and drive him to training. Yeah, right. That's that's so, that's
2: suit-worthy. Oh my God.
1: No, no well, well, At least he can afford a barbecue. So he can, he can, he can afford a barbecue. Now there has been something that um has annoyed me. In fact, you you might say it grinds my gears. You know what really grinds my gears? You know what grinds my gears, Blasco. Michael Linus's pronunciation. Yeah, no, not not a big fan of his pronunciation. You
0: know how I, I noticed on um, NRL three hundred and sixty that um, Braith used to say supposedly oh, like Joe. He used to say supposedly like Joey in friends, yeah. and friends, and he he doesn't say anymore. He now I tweeted about it a few times, and obviously it got back to him because he doesn't say anymore. So credit to him. Credit to you, right?
1: No, 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 yeah, No, but um, no, that, that, that does not. No, what annoys me, what grinds my gears is our brain explosions. I love the Camber raiders. You know, I love the Camber raiders, but there are some times when I just think to myself, oh my God. Now, example number one was Rapa getting away with the stupid offload running out of the fence um, against the storm and then seconds later attempting get it again until he did lose it to the storm and they scored. That was bad. But last week, we had the one where Hopalato, all he had to do was fall on the ball that came through and he didn't. And the and the Bulldogs came through and jumped on it. Where was the urgency? He had sore ribs. Oh, maybe, but he. Didn't. Would you want to dive on a ball with the sore rib? If I was Broke playing in the green, maybe and if I was it was a mick on the field, i would definitely dive on a mick rib. There's no question there. And thanks again to ACT McDonald's oh, for being a fantastic sponsor. Speaking of sponsor, McDonald's. Speaking of fantastic McDonald's. Sponsor of the Camburators ongoing way. To all be patty, special sauce, let cheese, pickles, England's success, and sesame bun. Get one into you today. Speaking of McDonald's... And if you remember, you get one on top of the other one you order thanks to the Macca's power play. I don't think that's how it works. Speaking of McDonald's, (laughs) um, Tim wasn't at the game on the
0: weekend, right? No. He reckons he was at home sick. I was not well. But you know who was on on the field? Ronald McDonald, Ronald. yeah, and then it occurred to me, I've never seen and not Tim a good and Ronald, Ronald. McDonald like an old, like a <laughs> Tim wasn't but I, there, but Ronald know. was there. I've never oh. seen, oh. <laughs> I've never seen Tim
1: and Ronald McDonald in the same place at the same time. It got me wondering because I love McDonald's. I love McDonald's. I'm unashamed about that. I'm upfront about that does not mean there's
2: pork in your name you like a McRib
1: no just although does there's does no pork on the rib. sideline I dress up as Ronald McDonald although Ronald McDonald house is a fantastic charity and helps out families all across <laughs> the country need help when their family's going through all sorts of strife so get behind them people incidentally you can do that on McHappy Day by buying a Big Mac the only you know actually though they did <laughs> have, <laughs> like, I mean, telling you what hang on a is. sec
0: I'll just finish this bit they did have a running race right at half time and Royal McDonald participated in the running it race. And the fact that he didn't run like he had a pencil up his ass probably
1: <laughs> indicated that it wasn't you, yeah, probably <laughs> does. It probably do. or maybe that was just a smoke screen. So when uh, uh, you know Ronald did do that, you yeah, went through it's like our way, quite
0: cancery, really clumsy,
1: yeah, that's right. But the other thing in that match, right, Jamal Fogarty does that brilliant strip on TPJ, just when we're looking at all sorts of trouble, does that wonderful strip. And that Matt Chimico, who I love, runs to the bar- uh, runs near the sideline, and goes pushing out. It's these brain explosions. Okay, it grinds my gears because my heart only has so many beats in it, right? And they use too many yeah. of those with those things. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Three knees. Timiko does so many good things. Oh, he me, does. You know. He does. But there were just moments of that match where I was just thinking, oh, for God's sake, can you please just play smart? Anyway, it grinds my gears. The Raiders have always been a dumb team. I know,
0: but will just... always will be. There was a period when. Hodgson was at the club, and he kind of, you know, obviously a smart guy. Mm. Um, we sometimes wouldn't take the dumb option, but mm. we're back to
1: being one of the dumbest yeah, yeah. clubs in the league. dumbest club, in the league. But we we have uh, the road to the eight. You know, how are we going to actually get in there? The win against <laughs> the Bulldogs. Like I said we would do. I said we would win. I know. And then I said we'd win this Saturday night. And then I said we would beat the show. I said we week.
0: would lose. But once I tipped against the Raiders, uh, and I said that we were going to lose. And for a while there in the first half, I thought, oh, my tip's going to. Mm. it's, it's, it's it actually going it to happen. Gonna, I much. didn't, I didn't want, yeah, I didn't want to, didn't want to be right. Um, there was a point there in the, in the first half where we were attacking their line mm. and um, we got a six again. And I thought when other teams get six again and they're attacking our line, they invariably score. But when we get six agains and we're attacking another team's line. Mm. Um,
2: yeah. It's just three more crash balls before the, the kick. We've always been like that though. We've always been a side that's attacked one, edge, then had a set-up play, and then attacked another edge. We very rarely yeah. had, had a linking fullback that can go right, then go left. And I think,
0: I think though, that, that, that we got that six again, and we set up for the kick, and then the kick was actually the one that the ball somehow miraculously fell into Jared Croker's arms. And, oh, yeah. and that was right in front of me. No one was more shocked than Jared right? <laughs> when He got the ball. He sort of, oh, I've got to fall over and score this. Because he didn't. I can remember that same play right in front of me, because it's right where we sit um, over the years, where he'd leap and catch the ball yeah, yeah. with his hands high above his head. Mm-hmm. yeah, he didn't, even, he didn't even get off the ground. He just, he just no.
1: it fell in his arms. Look, we're talking about, about the road to the eight right now. I've done some working out, assuming, of course, which is a safe assumption that we're going to beat the Broncos this weekend and then beat the Sharks, right? In order for us to get into the fourth spot where we'll do the Bradbriefer there right we have to have and i know this sounds like a, a distant chance here but we have to have the <laughs> melbourne storm lose their last two matches who are they play that's a very good question who are they playing well they're playing the broncos in one of those matches up in brisbane where they the have Browns a go very brisbane good Rams. record yeah and yeah. they want some incredible record in, in brisbane against the broncos they do it they do yeah. it's uh, and they do have but uh, i mean a lot of that's on the they playing Cam this Smith weekend billy slay i think I believe they're playing the titans um but they're playing the titans down there or i could be mistaken they but, are. No, they're, playing, they're not losing they're playing, to the Titans. We're well, not losing to the Titans. And then I... It's it's
2: a funny thing. We're not going to finish fourth. And we're, not, we're most likely... I mean, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I don't think we're going to beat Brisbane this weekend. But um, if we do, then one of the good things that it does force is it... Everyone's worried about Penrith maybe resting some players against the Cowboys in the last week and giving them an easy run to 32 points. So meaning mm. we might have to beat the Sharks in the final round. Yeah. The one thing that might make Penrith fo- um, rest players is if Brisbane have lost the week before. The only mm. way they're going to lose to that is lose that game is to us. So in the final final round, Brisbane do play Melbourne in the in on the Friday, mm. and then Penrith don't play um until i think the saturday or the sunday so there is a chance that they they name an extended bench but one of the things that i have noticed this year and they spoke about it on on a podcast or somewhere else is that penrith have been sporadically resting players throughout the season Mm. especially since um state of origin that Mm. none none of their players have got too many miles in their legs that i actually think they'll want to win the minor premiership and if if you do remember every time they've won the minor premiership they get to celebrate it at home and they're at home they're at home. Yep, they love they love doing that in front of their home fans. Yep. I actually have a feeling they're going to not rest too many players yeah. in that last so game. If there,
1: there the are any Eagles risks against the Eels this 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 Thursday, they're not going to lose that. that. No, I don't think they'll they'll lose that either. No, also, too, I
0: don't know that they have necessarily less rest, Cleary because he's only just
1: sort of come yeah, back. So he's only just the team, come so. back, and you want some some running yeah. leagues. But Only and Martin. So worst they're, case they're, scenario they're, at this stage, if we lose to the Broncos, which we won't, and we lose to the Sharks, which we won't unless something goes incredibly right for the, the Cowboys, and they could well lose the way they are at the moment against the, the um, Dolphins down at Suncorp this weekend, the Raiders will come in eighth, which puts us in this interesting situation where if we come eighth, we'll most likely play Newcastle in the fifth spot away at Newcastle. Right? Oh, that'll be a massacre. If we come...
0: That'll be a massacre. If we come...
1: Um, 30,000 people. If we come uh, nice fifth, sixth or seventh, it's almost impossible for us to play anybody in the first week of the finals apart from the Sharks. We'll, we could play the Sharks too. Remember, we, we played play, two weeks in a row. But the chances of that are very high. If we win either one of the matches against the Broncos or the Sharks, the next week we're almost certainly going to play the Sharks. Speaking of resting players, that was the week that Ricky rested everyone. Everyone. And, Sa- and Sammy Williams came through with the captaincy. Absolutely fantastic effort from our Sammy. Um, was there so that's
2: that's the that's the matchup we want. The Sharks forward pack matches up pretty well against ours. We've obviously got a very good record against them. The mobility of the Knights forward pack, I think, gets to us, and yeah, the pace at which they can play the ball, Frizzell yeah. on one edge and Fitzgibbon riding running the hard line on the other. Yeah. They're kind of like New Zealand in a sense. Um, yes. but the way that we we've seemed to match up against the big middles, you know, the Shark the Sharks built this big middle forward pack, and then. They're not that dominant, but it's going to be pretty interesting to watch what happens at Shark Park on the final round when Royce Hunt and Corey Horsburgh go up against each other.
1: Ding so ding, there's a little, that's
2: there's right, a ding, little ding. bit of history there.
1: But this weekend, the Sharks go away on Sunday uh, to the Knights, and the Knights want to win. Like the Knights are on a roll, they want to win that match. So the Sharks very likely any chance of getting a home final have got to beat us the weekend after, especially after we've beaten the Broncos this Saturday night. So that's going to be a cracker, but probably whoever wins it will host the other side in the first week of the finals. Unless, of course, Melbourne do lose both their matches, at which point <laughs> we don't care because we're beating Penrith away at Penrith Park in the first round of the finals. Yeah. Which is my tip, people. Get on board. That's the road to the eight. Um, what have we got next there? Oh, we should probably discuss the actual match. I mean, I know we've talked we about we might it. have pretty much have. We've pretty much covered uh, the the
0: game
2: against um is there
0: anything else you want to say about the dogs game?
2: Matt, yeah, there's a couple of things there's a couple or oh, Burton Burton's the most overrated player in NRL. But um he's the new brave. But uh I, I am curious what you guys thought about our starting lineup and whether Guller played well and whether it worked. I, I think I think it did work.
1: Mm. When I think Papa too, came man, on, yeah. he was full of he was full vigor yeah. and VM and he hit them in a way that they weren't up for anymore. I think about coming up against their change forwards, beat the crap yeah. out of their change forwards. And board. think
2: about the score, the score against Melbourne the week before after thirty minutes was nil yeah. all, wasn't it? Or two nil yeah. to us. And then we got blown <laughs> apart. And I just I love watching Papa and Tarpani play, but then what keeping Papa until the twenty fifth minute or wherever Gula went off and Gula's Body shapes very similar to Papa. He's being able to stand in the tackle now. He had a couple of offloads in the second half that were mm. pivotal to Starling.
1: Drop that ball. One of the things try, that which was
2: one of the things that's really great with with Papa maybe getting a rest at the start of the game late in his career, is that when we do get a bit of um, some HIA's late in the game like Horsburgh, um, we've got Papa with fresher legs coming on. We've got Tarpani, and you know we're we're actually not spe- spending both of our amazing forwards energy yeah. at the beginning of the game and I, I'm, I'm i, I don't am I know is our lineup
1: the same this weekend have we got um... pretty close it's pretty close so okay let's let's while we're on there let's let's do the team list which we proudly do for land speed records down in greenwood place in civic proud sponsor of this show um been the whole time really haven't they mate um so we got jordan Rarpiner at back we got albert hopawate is he in is he not in are his ribs bad or not? He, he looked pretty bad to me. Um, so touch and go whether he's in there. Nick Cottrick played his best match for for God knows how long. Against yeah, the Bulldogs. That's he, good. He Easily this good. season, maybe even this season since. He, is that his best game since he's come back to our club? Definitely. Positively, he ran it straight. He made great meters. He was fantastic. And he didn't make that meters. many meters, but you know but, yeah. uh, he was strong. Uh, we got Jared Croker, who's got a fantastic try, stellar, stellar try. Um, <laughs> um, he
0: was good. Jared was good in defence, but and like, his uh, kicks. Every single. Yeah, he, he was good in defence. His kicks were good with the ball. Um Yeah. They, he, did you notice they were running up on him all the time? Well, they gave so no at, 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 at the start of, at the start of the game, um Frawley
1: passed him the ball a couple of times, and there was just nothing there. So then Frawley would just always just go to Hudson Young. Yeah, but you initially, I mean? when they were throwing him and he had some sort of space, they immediately they were running up and stopping him doing whatever they wanted. So they must have watched what he did to Joey Manu and said, you're not doing that to us. Um, probably a good move. We then got Matt Timico, who... Uh, was brilliant. Except for going out of sideline, was brilliant again. Then we got Matt Frawley listed in the six, um, who had his moments. And then do you notice for a period went into nine? For a period, he was in at nine during that match. Then we I got don't, Jamal Foggy. No, definitely two. he was in at nine at one period. Not for long, but he was actually at dummy half. Then we got Josh Papali, listed to start with Jay Tarpin, Zach Wolford, Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead, Corey Horsburgh in 13. On the bench, we have Tom Starling, Emre Gula, James Schiller.
0: Yeah. Elliot was... Whitehead's been pretty good, I got to say, the last few yeah, weeks. Yes. I mean, he had that yeah. good pass that should have been a try. Yeah. He did a good job
2: defensively on kick out. Yeah. Um, I think it was we... his best. It was his best game for the year, in my yeah, opinion. Just yeah. like that game he did last year down in Melbourne yeah. when he had a rest. This game on the weekend, he had a couple of line breaks. He got that great pass to Tomoko, which Tomoko dropped, which would have been yeah. a try. He found the outside shoulder a few times um, and helped uh, that edge. He he ran a great decoy line. He's, he's playing that pivot role too on the outside where he he catches it and turns and drops the ball to the fullback. Mm-hmm. And he actually ran a really hard inside line, hard, like that hard line around run, which Hutto, I think I think Ricky must have had a chat to them because they both ran a very direct hard line on the game on the weekend where Hutto sometimes kind of drops, pops, you know, steps around a fair bit. Yeah. But on the weekend, they both went as hard as they could at that inside shoulder and they were getting some penetration and quick play the balls, which helped um, the second phase. So I, I, I was really happy to see Elliot have his best game of
1: the year. Yeah, yeah. no, he, he was much better than that. Schiller also... Uh, Surprised he's not in the starting lineup rather than the bench, but he more than earned that. Start. He had some. He brought some
0: spark when he came on the field, yeah. and and he did a great job to stop the fox. Yeah. Um, when it looked like the, the fox top. was
2: clear yeah. away yeah. for all money. Um, quick uh, also, play the balls too. Schiller's yeah. he's got he's got that ability to get up quick and play the ball. He yeah. he was one of the reasons as well as Tommy Starling that we got. We really and Rapp and we pushed through the ruck really quickly in that second half. Yeah, and we absolutely. blew them
1: apart in that first twenty minutes of the second half. And we'll need we'll that again. And when he came on with that effort that he came on with, and I know Hopper went off because he was injured, but when he came on at that point, it was like an extra forward coming in and hitting the line with his ball returns. They were very good. Adam Mariota last week. He's in the seventeen this week. He had a great trades and light performance. Um, mm-hmm. He was he was very good. Now for the Bronx. They've got Reese Walsh, who's just on fire at number one at the moment. He must be stopped. You cannot let him run. Otherwise, he will make fools of us. On one wing, we've got Corey Oates, who's apparently got an, a low ball offer from the Broncos to stay and is very annoyed with it. And it's I'll- weird because he's got – it was part of actually in his contract, it was like
0: an
2: extension that was triggered, but for the last – I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah but- it's 200 games too. Um, he's also been um, – I think it's his the game this week. And he's also got an offer on the table to go
1: to Newcastle. He's yeah. not happy at that one. In the centres, they've got a magical for uh, centre combination of Katoni Stags, and the Herbie Farnworth who've just been magnificent all season. Ezra Mann, whose biggest issue has always been his defence, is at number six, but that's really improved this season. But how's he going to do playing outside Jock Madden? Yes, that's it, that's it. right. Ex-West Tigers Jock Madden, I believe. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Reynolds is out. Reynolds, Reynolds, out. Reynolds is big, out. And he's out. not even on the extended bench, no. so he cannot come in in any way, shape or form. So, Jock Madden... You know, at this stage, we have to believe is going to be the seven. So that's that's a big up for the Raiders. But if they think for a second this side isn't just stacked full of stars, left, right, and center, then and who owe us for beating them? They got another thing coming. The, the Broncos are going to come all guns blazing. They got Flegler in the front row with Payne Haas. That's 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 you know fantastic. Billy Walters, who we maligned last time we played against them, and and has ripped us a new one before. So, Kurt Capewell, we know he's got the experience. Jordan Ricky hates Hudson Young. I hates hate Jordan Ricky. Yeah, I hate Jordan Rickey. He hate yeah. hates Hudson Young. So it's going to be no love lost there. And then you got Pat Carrigan up against Big Red um, at the number 13 position. And but, uh,
0: Pat, Pat Carrigan. Someone once said that um, Pat Carrigan was lucky to get that Queensland third over, <laughs> over, over Big Red. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I was, someone. That, I'm not that, sure who that was. That person must have been smart because <laughs> I agree with that analysis. I think Big Red was playing better football at that stage, someone, so I so probably would have. I, said think, I
0: think. I think that. I think that's a person that also didn't rate Reuben Cotter. who's no.
1: he's, he's terrible too, isn't
2: he? No, Paddy really Carrigan's my Queensland version of Cameron Murray. He's such a likable, good football player. Man. He is. Like, he is. I
1: just look. I just want Big Red to play. Is there? No, there's nothing wrong with that. Then they got Titan Smoothie in uh, number 14. Brendan Peacura in the 15. they got Kobe Hetherington, who got sent off, I think, last time I was down here for basically performing the role of the yes. um, the uh, pole that the um, car hit and got sent off for a high tackle, which was the most unfair send-off I've ever seen. Uh, and Corey jo- uh, Jensen in the 17 jersey. Look, so apart from the fact that they've got Reynolds out, they're not just at full strength. They're they deserve the second placing this year, you know, second on the ladder. They are the form team. For us to beat them this weekend, which we will, we're going to have to be at our very best. Our very, best. Well, we've beaten best. them four of the last five.
2: So, you know, we're their yeah.
1: buggy team. Yeah, well, let's let's only hope that. But uh, you will note, <laughs> of course, that you've got Matt Frawley there in the sixth jersey, um, still in there. But uh, going down, and maybe just before we get to the other segment, we should look at uh, the extended bench. Who's on the extended bench? Because... Of course, this week that comes into play because um, there's there's thoughts about who might come off the extended bench. So for the Raiders, you got Sami Solos in the 18 jersey. Um, then you got Brad Morkos. He's still a shadow on the NRL side, um, you know, a silhouette. Um, he's in the 19. you got Jack Whiten. He's got the 20 jersey this week. 20 jersey, Jack Whiten. Then Seb Chris in the 21. So is that hamstring right? Is that a smoke screen? just him being there? And then you've got Adrian Trevelyan in the 22. Um, notably it's going to be adam g by the way refing it um then for their extended bench we got jesse arthur's keenan palisea martin to power just back from suspension tristan sailor and dane mariner who is there so dean, dean uh, sure it's not dane spelt dane
0: it's dean dean mariner dean mariner is um is a very very good prospect
1: oh yeah no no, no yeah. i thought it was dane
0: though
1: yeah. okay anyway so um how many hard weeks for solo Half half a hard week, half a hardwick. a half a hard week. Brad Morcos, no hard weeks. Oh, s-
2: Do we count that Lebanon, Lebanese? Eh, a smidge
1: of a hard week, just like okay, meh. No, okay. Jack Whiten's got to be two hard weeks. Come on, <laughs> only two. Jack's <laughs> no, he's four hard weeks, isn't he? Well, he's he has. Clive Churchill? WN. Okay, so three yeah. hard weeks for Jack Whiten. We've got Jack Whiten's got to be. We'll give him three hard weeks, right? Yeah, I think four hardwick, You know, has to be the return of you know. I don't know. What that would look like. um So, Seb, Chris, Hardwick and a half. Yeah. Okay. And Aiden Travellin. I think now we're going to give him a Hardwick. Half a Hardwick. Half a Hardwick. hardwick. So we've got half, half, one and a half potential That's to have two. two Hardwicks. But he's five. a half. Hardwick. We've got five and a half Hardwicks for the Raiders. Then Jesse Arthur's half a Hardwick. Palacia half a Hardwick. Martin to power. has got to be a Hardwick. Gotta be a hard week. I'll give him a hard week and a half. Okay, hard week and a half. So that's uh two and a half hard weeks. It Tristan used to be Saylor.
0: it would have been at least two at one point.
1: Yeah, Tristan Saylor's got a silhouette, so he's uh, no hard week. Nah, he's played first grade. Hardwick. Okay, so we're up to three. And Dean Mariner, as you say it's pronounced. Um, well, he's a prospect. Let's give him and he's not a silhouette, so let's give him half. But that still only takes him three and a half hard weeks versus the Raiders, five and a half hard weeks. So I will give this week's extended bench to the camp raiders. That nah, it's time for. Pork Smoky, and this week's Pork Smoky is quite an elaborate Smokey. I do see young Jack Whiten, uh, interesting prospect from Orange, uh, coming in and taking the five eight role. Yeah, I know it sounds odd, but I think that's going to happen. I don't think Sebastian Chris's hamstring's good, but I do see Adrian Trevelyan coming back up in to the lineup this weekend onto the bench. That's Pork Smoky. What possible I think, basis? I think you got...
0: Yeah, that's so. So you got one with the. Jack White will probably play. I don't think that Seb Chris is gonna is gonna be right to go this week. I think that there's a good chance that
1: Schiller plays, and um, Hopaway there doesn't, and Hopaway doesn't. Why... And, and if that happens, they have to pull another player up. So is that going to be Morcos or is that going to be Trevelyan? Because they're playing, they're bringing up a, why, a back for. The... They won't
0: bring them. Um, they won't bring another hooker. You won't have
1: like. Okay, hookers. It's going, to, yeah, they do. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be, um, it's going to be more cost then because I don't think Hopwire is going to play. I think Schiller's going to come into that position.
0: Why would you think the Trevelyan would would? That you'd I like third the Trevelyan. I want to see you play. You'd have a third hooker, and you wouldn't drop Tom Starling after he's been sent back to cover. Comes back, has a great game. You Wouldn't drop him. There's like there's no logical thought behind a lot of this stuff. Is that
2: right?
1: Yeah,
0: there's none. Is that right? <laughs> there's none. So, I actually think uh, going to come there's, about there's about
2: a fifty-fifty chance Jack is right. For all he's going to go see, out, for, they're going to see okay. how he goes at training. And then and the there's about a 50 chance. We done with the Morcos Trevilian Bermuda yeah, triangle okay, over okay, there. Go. go on, the go po- on. Go. Go. Smoky. Smoky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, just, right, I just want to say one thing
0: about the the Hardwick factor because a friend of mine, Joe Martino, good. He's the son of some very good friends of mine. Actually contacted me during the week and said, can you please... He's a relatively new listener to the show. Can you please explain the Hardwick factors? Ah. So where
1: it's, the Hardwick factor comes from... It, it comes again, from, it's ripped off from HG and Roy, of which the ask Clan. Well, Roy and HG. Which, whichever way you want to do it. Um, They know who they are, Um, which we also ripped off the arse Clan from while we're on the subject. Yeah. Okay. No, it's
0: a heavy inspiration of the show, Roy and HG. So Roy and HG, so Kevin Hardwick... Played for the Tigers, played 200 games. He's got a silly Back hair the and 80s. silly mustache. He played in the '89 grand final. Came off the bench to replace either Ciro or um, or um,
2: Locker. Locker Locker.
0: And we're like one of the worst coaching moves by Warren Warren Ryan of all time. Putting, but he he thought that they were the Tigers were up at the time, and he thought he'd take off um, those two big guys because they're getting a bit tired and put on hard work. He was just basically someone who could tackle. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and back right. to, just to let your mate know at the time, if you came off, you couldn't go back on. Yeah. So back in 89, um, as soon as you were subbed off, that was your game. Yeah. And there was no about 15, change. 20 minutes to go, Warren Ryan, who was coaching the Balmain Tigers, pulled off two of Australia's props, basically. Steve and Paul Siernan, who were dominating through the middle. And then we started to get a little bit more leeway and, and they couldn't turn the tide. And they brought on Hardwick. But that's... I had a soft spot for the tigers as you know i've i've know, i've started my acting career at the tigers but i um kevin Harvick is a very good footballer man and i know we we go on about how mm. he's half a hard week and all, he, kevin harwick was an incredible um football player who played 200 first grade games at a time when they weren't playing 25 games a year and he was playing in the middle it was if you look every time you watch fox you know nrl 360 or whatever and you look at Steve Roach and you see how many tests he played he only played like 16 tests mm. they didn't play as many games as they do yeah, now. Yeah. and Kevin Harwick was a very very good football player and you know he, he might be remembered for that 89 grand final from Canberra Raiders fans mm. but I know there's a lot of Balmain Tigers fans that remember him incredibly fondly because he played for that club for more than five or six years at a time when that club was probably the best club or one of the best clubs in rugby league so it's more an uh, an homage to Kevin Harwick as opposed to a slight on him. Um, yeah, they're basically saying he's just down. Yeah, he's the standard. So where it
0: comes from, Matt, Matt's going standard, on a his, tangents, with his nah, He's getting he misty eyes. Matt, Brian HG said that um, Kevin Hardwick was the most average player to play the game. So that you know, he was, he was, he wasn't good. He wasn't bad. He was just, he was a very serviceable. He was a player. Standard footballer. So the modern could, day he,
2: version would be Josh Reynolds. Yeah. Would be so then, like a modern day version. Then of the you could
0: rank all other footballers. Which I'm just a bit more spark, but it, then you could rank other footballers. I'd say Ryan Sutton's the one. Ryan famous. Sutton would be a terrible. He's an honorable anyway, tradesman. So he was the most average footballer. So he was like a standard, like a pass mark. And then so you could re- rate all other footballers in Here's comparison. The Meridian. Yeah, to comparison how many Hardwicks are worth. So Ricky Stewart at the time, I think, was probably worth three Kevin Hardwicks. Laurie Dale was worth three Kevin Hardwicks. And that's 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 how that Gary Coyne probably East was like yeah one to one and a half, Kevin Hart. So that's yeah. how you can rank um extended ventures. And for a while there, we were too generous with the Kevin Hardwicks, and mm. we've got feedback. We were, we got feedback that the pork was being. made by Brother Byron, and he, you know, he's pointed out that Kevin Hardwick had played 200 first grade games, so yeah, how you right. could say someone hadn't even played first grade was up to that. Was, yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay, and but so we brought it back. We brought, we brought
2: it, it back. back.
1: Anyway, the Raiders win this getting, defense. pork's Getting won. back it's to getting in.
2: back to my point, uh-huh. pork. Before we move on, there is a rumor that Seb, Chris, and um. Jack are both fifty-fifty to play, and it's all got to do with how they train this week. So, mm. I'd love to see both of them back in the side. You know, um, I'd love yep. to see Seb playing centres again. Don't want to see that, Seb come back too early and do it. No, nah. neither do I. But that first sixty minutes was incredible. Yeah, just oh, seeing yeah, him back look, there with the
1: confidence of the fitness that he had from playing fullback. And that's true. But we'll um, win. We'll win the, both these matches, and we need him in the finals so we can we can lift that cup in October. Yeah. Before yeah. we cover off um,
0: talking about the Broncos game, we've been very lucky. Um, great mate of Ricky's, great mate of the show. Yep. Alfie Langer, yeah. um, you love his work I love on it. and off the field. Fantastic. He's still I, doing
1: it's incredible. He retired in what, in the in the sort of 2003 or whatever. He came back for a brief cameo in State of Origin, was it? 2001? I can't remember. Something like
0: that, but he retired, but he's still still on, on the field, field every, every week. Every week. More than most He players. runs more meters
1: now than he did then. He did. It's amazing. And he's still calling the plays. He's still calling the plays. So anyway. um, we've been lucky enough to get Alfie Langer.
3: Yeah, good night, guys. It's a uh, former. Uh... Broadcast Queen Sandra half back out of Leggery I uh, just got a little message for you blakes uh, Raiders can't play Raiders can't play I uh, don't rate you blakes, uh, we're flawing and I'm looking forward to getting a bit of revenge for round six. Can't wait for the game, Broadcast Ball fifty six
0: uh man of the match awards i i sort of alluded to it before but Rapa gets
1: the $20 yeah. land speed voucher. So he he's got he's in... got
0: quite a few behind the counter here now he, he could does. probably probably you know he could, could not cash way some of the land speed
1: records because no. we're not
0: but we'll drop them off there he could probably come in and cash in some of his $20 vouchers to help yeah. pay his $3000 fine he got yeah, this week he could because um, he he's got quite a few and Samima Taufer gets gets the nrlw $20 yep. voucher she's and got a few up to
1: 60 now so yeah. he'll, um yeah, she, she she can she can probably buy some vinyl, a good piece of vinyl for that, and she deserves to get a good piece of vinyl because she has been absolutely outstanding. Um, Arnie J, Arnie J, you know, he does some weird things. He really does. He really does. He's a strange guy. Yeah, follow him on Twitter if you want some weird tweets, <laughs> my friend. But he knows his stats. He does. And So
4: it's time to rip in with Arnie J. G'day, Raiders fans. Well, we got the two points last week, but still looked pretty ordinary in attack for most of the game. We got the win, though, which is the most important part. The bad news is that we have the Bronx this week who are coming off a bye. Their last bye was round 19 and they played five games since. And their five wins had an average winning margin of 23.6 points. Some key in-game metrics don't look great for us either, but we are generally not too far behind. Another big plus for us in our favour is Adam Reynolds is out, who is arguably the most valuable player in any NRL team. So how do we win? The Broncos have, have some real attacking flair this year, and a lot of it is down to Reese Walsh, who must be without doubt the best-looking footballer in the league. He does have an attacking error in him though, so let's hope there is plenty of dew and even some rain on Saturday night in Canberra. The Bronx score 48% of their tries on their right, which is a crazy stat and unbalanced. So I think it is worth stacking that side with an extra man if we can. They concede 45% on their left and 42% on their right. Another crazy unbalanced stat. So I would swap our centres in the 20 metre attacking zone and ship horse, pupper and taps outside Hudson and Whitehead. We also need to limit Payne Haas and Pat Carrigan. Haas in particular is often around that 150 to 200 metre mark each game for run metres. So if we can halve that stat, we go a long way to winning the game. So it's going to be a tough week for this week for us Raiders fans. Let's hope they have an off night and we score four or five tries. Even if we do that, though, it may not be a winning margin to score against these gunslingers. Don't forget to cheer the Dolphins home this week and go you Green Machine. Unfortunately, there's nothing there you can argue with. Um, I, I'd yeah, like to,
2: maybe. I,
1: uh, I'd like to say there's, there's, there's not a lot, but he, he's sort of right. The, the, the Reese Walsh thing. Yeah. He is a dream boat. I've said that before. I was interested to hear that Arnie J can on the same thing, but. Um, we might have to send Reese Walsh. Yeah. A uh, partially
0: naked <laughs> eight by <laughs> 10 signed picture of Arnie J. <laughs> <signed> <laughs> of Arnie Easy to get. Easy to get. Uh, Danny Stewart.
1: Yeah.
3: <clears throat> yeah. This is Danny Stewart. The uh, half brother of a uh, Canberra coach, Ricky Stewart. <coughs> now, in regards to that uh, clinical, uh, commanding, uh, professional performance against the uh, Mighty Doggies uh, last uh, uh, Sunday, uh, I've been a bit uh, confused at the uh, discourse. Some of the stuff, uh, some of the crap I've read online from uh, dropkicks that all I want to do is rip in the team. <coughs> now, all I saw. Was a uh, commanding uh, performance from minute one to eighty. A uh, clear premiership contender, and uh, I thought we played like a team that are the rightful uh, premiership uh, runaway premiership favourites. <coughs> uh, yet there's continues to be drop kicks that want to rip into the team, and uh, I just don't know what they're watching because uh, all I'm seeing is a uh, clinical, uh, silky uh, machine. Almost, it's uh, it's almost frightening how uh, consistent we are. And uh, the poor old doggies, uh, the poor bugs never stood a chance because that was an uh, unbelievable performance from the boys on Sunday. <coughs> they sort of flipped the Denny uh, Stewart game plan on its head a little bit uh, in regards to uh, getting off to a lead and uh, shitting the bed. Uh, this time we sort of chat a bit a bit earlier and then uh, skipped away late. But uh, that game was never in doubt, and uh, I walked away from that performance uh, never more convinced of a uh, fourth uh, premiership to the club. <coughs> now, in regards to the... Uh, uh, big one against the uh Cell Dwellers, uh the Broncos on Saturday night. Uh I mean that should be a uh, walk in the park. Uh we went up there in uh uh, r- uh round six to their home and uh dealt with him. Uh sort of did that one on our dicks and uh I don't see this one being any different. Uh <clears throat> I look through their lineup uh uh one to seventeen and I don't really see anyone there that's uh, capable of hurting us. So uh Expecting a uh, commanding uh, Raiders 1-12 victory on Saturday night and uh, onwards we march to our uh, fourth Premiership. Uh, go you uh, green machine.
1: I love Danny Stewart. I think if there's anybody else that I'd have on the board, apart from your good self, Blarke, and just reminding you that Blarke will get rid of the music at the ground. He'll get rid. Of I'll it. change the logo. Yeah. I'll get rid of the music. Right. Yeah.
0: And I'll, I'll just be, I'll be a voice. I'm a, it's not about me and my ego and my desire to wear a, a
1: fedora hat in yours. Mm, mm.
0: It's about giving the people a voice, giving
1: the, the people people's voice. champion. Will you get, will you get, will you commit right now to making sure there is a statue erected of Ricky Stewart? I will. Excellent. Because will. The, that is long time coming. The fact that we got Loz there and Bill, but we don't have Ricky and Ricky came back. Let's not forget that Ricky came back. And everything that's been good at this club subsequently has been thanks to Ricky. It's time for a statue, you know. It's time for a statue. Let's get it. He won't.
2: Ricky won't allow it until he leaves, and then no. he will begrudgingly allow it. It's nothing to but do. One day, one though. day, I'm get sure on. Don Fernand knows it's going to go up. It's got to go but, up because he's done. Maybe more it'll for the go club. up in the
0: new stadium. Maybe in the new stadium,
2: we'll have the Let's, Ricky that's, stand. That's no. I don't. I don't want you to commit to a Ricky statue. I want you to commit to a new stadium. If you get on the board,
1: will you? The board like. already believes in the new stadium, <laughs> Matthew. They already believe it. Like, will you, like, will you really make it happen? Will you... I'll do my best. He will. I'll do my he's best. Got, he's got his contacts. I'll Don't do, my do best. your
2: best. Make it happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, it'll be there. Okay. I know well, Andrew Barr. I'll get it. now Matthew. it's time for.
2: Ooh, has got to lift. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Well, there's a fair few players I think you've got to lift this week, really. I mean, who doesn't? Better point. Who doesn't have to lift? Who doesn't have to take their game to an extra level? To take on this Broncos side this week, who doesn't? Who's in a position where they can sit back and go, "Hmm, I'm already performing at my top." If Jack comes back into
0: the side, I mean, every week it's Jack Whiten's it got left. Um, if Jack comes back in the side, uh, yes, we need him to just just play sensibly, not try and overplay his hand. I mean, this this is you have to think this is potentially and most likely his last chance to play. Yeah. At home, well, no, because we'll get the home final. Well, let's, oh, no, let's we be can realistic, come and we
1: won't get the home let's, final.
0: Let's let's be realistic. It is
2: his last chance.
0: This is his last him, chance. So, I think he, I think he definitely plays. And Jared's last. Oh, I mean, you know, Ricky said to to your mate, um, positive, um, You know, we've got to be positive and hope that we're going to have a home final, but it's more than likely that we won't. No, um no. So, this will be Jack's last appearance at, at GAO. and so we'd like to see him go out, but
1: not lose. His shit and like try and do everything himself, like he did it at, at, at Jared's game. Um, what he needs to do here, and this is what I want, and I know Jack's listening because he's always listening out there. Um, just run the ball run the ball, straighten like... do kick it out over the sideline. Don't try and don't kick it Don't pass it out over the sideline. If you poke your nose through a la Bradley Clyde, then stick your hands out either side to the players running through. But run the ball hard, and when you do, and you have that heavy collision, get up and do a quick play of the ball. You can do nothing more to get us over the line than bending that line and a quick play of the ball. And don't forget that there's players on the inside as well as on the outside. And let Jamal do the kicking.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's a big thing. My let, Who's Got a Lift is... um it's a really tricky one because, you know, it's it's probably his last game at home, it's Jared. And it's not because I think Jared's um, letting the team down. It's because the most pressure that Reese Walsh puts on any team is that outside shoulder of the center. Like he can yeah. get outside the fullback and he can get that two on one. It, it's just gonna, there's so much pressure that that kid's speed puts on our centers that that's the focus this week. And if Jared's playing, and I hope he is. Um, I, I just that that we got to, that's that, that's their biggest threat. They're, they're, his Reese Walsh's pace is strip teams constantly, and that's my fear is not just this weekend, but then if we do finish eighth, and we play the Knights. We're going up against a rampant Carl and Ponga. They're the two informed players in the competition, mm, yep. they're playing better than anybody else, yep. and they could end up in the grand final. I guess um, Ponga
0: does mainly attack on the left, though, doesn't he? I mean on yeah. their left so our right so that's where he yeah. was doing all and then damage. they go hastings
2: the other yeah yeah, and yeah. they go tyson gamble and and, and we've ob- obviously dane gag play pretty good against the raiders and dane and jared have a long history but
1: rich um, Walsh also goes out to the left mostly too he does come back to the right but he mostly goes mm-hmm. out to the left so it's yeah. not particularly at jared but at the same time you so know, then it's on, he, mm-hmm. yeah, it's on tomoko yeah it's on he, tomoko he's gonna be if, and
2: If we can nullify that and and slow the game down and we get um, a referee that doesn't mind a little bit of a slow ruck, then we're in this. If if it's going to be touch football, we're in trouble. Adam G likes a quick ruck. He likes a quick ruck. Oh, well, then I feel like it's going to be a really hard game for us to hang on. The criticism
1: that people make about Adam G is he's whistle happy because when he sees a penalty, he blows it. And if you're going to slow down the ruck, which we are going to need to do, we're going to suffer penalties. We just are. So the, the reality is we've got to hold the ball. We can, we have to cut our error rate out like we did last time we played them to virtually nothing because we have to make them more tired than we're getting because they're going to be faster than us. And that's just the truth.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That's Bash, reswash. Yeah. That, that too. And Jack can also do that. Knock
2: the mascara off his face.
1: Just knock it straight off his face. Didn't you you yeah. have to try and drag him down just because he's good looking. Didn't you get, haven't you had enough of that in your career? People trying to drag you down because you're a bit of eye candy. Well, know, I'm not a
2: fan of Reese Walsh. Reese Walsh can go back to
1: yeah, I don't know, yeah, TikTok somewhere. where we came from. Just he can go back to please. where he is. But of course, there are reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful. Part three. And the reason to be cheerful is that all but bar an absolute disgraceful situation where we lose both our matches and somehow the Cowboys win one of their matches, we're going to make the eight. And that's I'm fantastic. not
0: I'm not. I'm not sold on this, hey, we're, we're in the eight. There's a lot of reporting saying we're in the eight. I'm, I'm not
1: sold on it at all. Well, I, I know we're going to win both our matches. And, and when Storm lose both of those, we're going to take the full spot. So I'm pretty happy about that. But the reason to be cheerful at the moment is we actually got back on the bike last week and actually ground out a win. And at points, we actually looked fairly good. Um, Schiller came in. He looked good. Um, you know we're still standing we're still on our skates we're still up there for the Bradbury and you know still on our skates wouldn't it be fantastic?n't <laughs> it be fantastic when that Bradbury comes through It's one for the true believers people it's one for the true believers and that's a reason to be cheerful all three grades won on the weekend yeah. and we played against a club that I think it was four out. I think I think, it was I, think four. It
0: was, yeah, I think Jersey
2: one as well yeah. and we we're playing against a club that was touting how strong they were yeah mm. and you know like the the Canterbury Bulldogs uh cup team was top of the ladder for most of the season and, and we pumped them and mm-hmm. um sometimes it's a sign i think
0: of a very like when you have a good um cup side mm. it's a sign that you just have a whole bunch of mediocre players across the across the board do you know what i mean no i think we just got to really... no i don't know what you Not mean no out the dogs but normally but sometimes when it's hard to like, it's hard to tell the difference between who's a first grader and who's a, yeah, I mean, yeah. our strength in um, our cup side is, is the young kids coming through. Yeah. Which is great. a great thing.
1: But the other reason to be cheerful, obviously is the NRL W side. It every week is getting better and getting to know each other better and playing better. And the, there's strengths all over the field. There's, it's not just, I know I'm talking about Samama Taufa, who isn't actually the attacking threat. She's just the perpetual motion machine. But Sahara Tamara running around the halves and guiding the side around is exceptional. But you've got Appy Nichols coming in at the back, who's outstanding. Uh, you've got Shaq on one wing, you've got Dummett on the other wing. You've got all these players who are dangerous and exciting to watch. Like it's exciting to watch. Like it's great football. It's a great. Oh, look, the growth of,
0: of women's football of all caves, mm. uh has been great to see. And I think that, you know, with, with the success of the. Um, Soccer World Cup, Football World Cup, if that's not a negative for the NRLW. That's mm. just like reaffirms the interest. And, you know, these are quality athletes and the games are, are great to watch.
1: Oh, and, you know, it's, it is fantastic. You really got to watch them because it is compelling. Um, and it, I'm not just saying this from a parochial point of view because they're wearing our jersey. I'm saying it because it's, and Matt, you were watching the whole match at the same time we were messaging. It was compelling and it was exciting. Like, yeah, it's
2: a different, it's a different style of football too. Like you can appreciate it for what it is. Like they make more meters defensively. The tackles are more one on one. There's not gang tackling like in
1: rugby league, especially when you play the Storm. I was sick of watching the game. Oh, and do you notice they, they the Storm tackle in threes when they didn't oh. have the home crowd? Um, against yeah. the dragons all of a sudden they weren't getting that they were getting penalties against them that they should have got against oh. us and it was much harder going for them. It so really when you doesn't... go back
2: to watching these girls you're watching you're watching a lot of contested football which I know we try and create in rugby league with you know contested kicks 50-50s and one of the things that I do like watching about the women is you're watching one-on-ones you're watching just a lot there seems to be a lot more space on the field, which creates a lot more opportunity, which is exciting to watch because it's either taken or not. And I I've really enjoyed watching it and, and no game is, is over, you know, like they they can score from anywhere and and you're getting to see these athletes get better and better and, and I love the style of footy that we see and, and they're all you know, the defences, the hits too are huge. It's rough. It's really rough. I
1: really enjoy it. Yeah, no, I've, I've enjoyed it immensely. So you got a Listener of the Week for us.
0: Well, it's a bit different this week because normally we award our Listener of the Week award, but mm-hmm. this week I'm actually rescinding. Rescinding? Not one, oh. but two Listener of the Week awards. Yep. Um, Al Tegart has been, he was listening of the week last week. He was. And uh, uh, another uh, another time previously.
1: Yep.
0: And um, he's really let me down during the week. Really uh, badly. Yeah, he's someone I've been friends with for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um that relationship's over it
1: is for you the friendship
0: yeah. the friendship's over whereas
1: it's not for me Al it's not for me it's really just becoming Mate, please, ex- please
2: explain Blake
1: What's Al on bought here? a pork what? t-shirt
0: oh. <laughs> you know why, but you know why he was you know why he initially told me he was gonna buy it uh, you know why
1: what piss you off no what? I felt sorry for you Oh, I don't care how it out happens. Oh, I'll, I'll have the pity. I'll have the sympathy ones. So how do you think I've Pitty got pork. this far lot? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 like pity yeah, pork.
2: It's not yeah, like it's not like a really good, can good can prosciutto. It's yeah, can right. be
1: your friend now. When you turn up, you just tell me when you're coming down to, to, to GA Stadium, and uh, the pork will look after you. The pork will look after he can, you. He it's, can
0: be he can be your friend now, Tim, because I've got plenty of friends, and I know friends for you. they'. They're, they're few and far between yeah, so you'll right. take whatever you can get so yeah, yeah. Will. he's yours now yeah fantastic he's
2: dead to me
1: welcome Al. that's fantastic oh, so man. it's not high
2: it's not high quality pork we're not talking like prosciutto or some nice no
1: no no it's Italian it's or Spanish thing. South, we're talking spam door. yeah that's it's right spam. it's spam spam, it's spam. that <laughs> is going to take you down and you're going to come come see Rick himself and shake his hand and uh come come see things that other people can't see including all of Blake's friends so
4: welcome Al <laughs> welcome <laughs>
2: Welcome.
1: Yeah. I don't reckon you're getting
0: that pass next year. Just quietly. Is that right? Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> when I'm on the board, yeah,
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll be we'll be reevaluating <laughs> that pass. <laughs> the club doesn't hand it out. <laughs> you NRL, know, really, you goose. Yeah. Okay, we got merchandise though. We do. You can buy a pork
0: T-shirt. I mean, <laughs> sorry for the guy. Head over to rugbyleaguemerch.com and buy a
2: pork shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy a pork shirt this week. I've decided. <laughs> do it. Yep, I'm buying a pork shirt.
1: The other white meat. You got to have it. or you can buy a black one or you can buy a heather one i was wearing my black one on the weekend and my wife said why on earth are you wearing that and i said because it's a good t-shirt he's
2: a he's a supporter of the podcast unlike some other one that's on the
0: podcast that's it yeah that's it buy a shirt support the podcast and also if you want to support the show whatever um, platform you're listening to be it spotify itunes or soundcloud etc um subscribe that Mm -hmm. way you'll never miss an episode and while you're there
1: Give us a five-star rating. Yeah. You can say whatever negative thing you want about us, right? We're we're listening. We'll be amused by it too. So you can give us words that basically bag the hell out of us, but give us a five-star rating because that puts us towards the top and makes it easiest for us to find your words, okay? Yeah. Coming up. Yeah. Well, coming up, we're beating the Broncos this weekend. Then we're going up Shark Park and we're beating Shark Park. Now, once we do that, Assuming Melbourne wins, both, lose both their matches, then we go away in the first week of the finals to Panther Stadium and play them in the one win. <laughs> but yeah, well, if,
3: such great some,
1: if by some win. miracle yeah. the Melbourne Storm actually jag one of those matches, right? They jag one of those matches, then... Uh... somehow
0: they manage to beat the Titans at, at yeah, home. At yeah.
1: home, I mean, somehow, if that happens, yeah, then we'll be fluke. Then we'll be at fifth spot. Um, And then we'll almost certainly play uh, the last place at that stage, probably the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks, right? At GIA Stadium. But no. Yeah. If we come fifth and they come. Oh, if we come fifth, sorry. But if something goes wrong, and I don't think it will, and we lose one of our remaining two matches, then the chance are we're going to come either um, sixth or seventh and most probably play the Sharks. No, if you come six, you get a home final. Yeah, we'll either play the Sharks at home or we'll play the Sharks away All if right. we get seven. So the chance are we're either playing Penrith or the Sharks coming up in that first week of the finals. And then, of course, we'll have the week off because we'll beat the Panthers and then we'll go straight into prelim. So that that's going to be great. Isn't it? I What if it is Dane Mariner. Dean? Dane. I don't know. It's, it's Mariner. I know that much. I know Yeah, I know he's a hell of a prospect. My, my God. The, yeah, How's he going to get into that? So he's a centre, isn't he? Yeah. No, yeah, he's exactly. a winger.
2: He's a winger. Oh, maybe. He's been he on the wing close. a few
1: times this year and he's played really well.
2: He scored yeah, a bunch yeah. of tries about yeah. a month ago. But the way I see the latter predictor, and we're probably boring everyone to tears now, is we lose this week, we win next week, we end up playing Newcastle and Newcastle week one. And yeah. that's, that's This is the tough boring game. part of the show. How's your fantasy team going, Matt? Uh I don't know. I think I won one, lost one. I don't right. know the peacocks aren't uh, shouting and I think, I think I've I think I've killed all the rats in my house which is good um, they, shoot a peacock, they, they hate floods kids go back to school tomorrow which is good. Well, maybe all the rats would head up to your place they'd like go for higher ground yeah yeah I've had two species of rat here people I've had just the regular one and then I've had the Norwegian rat or Scandinavian which is like a size of a small dog
1: yeah, you know, and, I've seen uh, them up at the up at the uh, pier behind Fridays at Mooloola Bar. Um, Yeah, not the sort of thing you're going to take on. They'll eat you. Ah, uh, they're wow. intense. And scary, wow. really scary, horrible wow. things. Yeah, frightening. Anyway, you have been listening to Raiders Review with Blake and The Pork. Um, I'm The Pork. I'm Blake.
2: And I'm someone in America that doesn't know what he's doing. Vote one, Blake.
1: Vote one, Blake. Yeah, Power, vote to one, the Blake. Power to the people. I, I, I will I, stop the music. I know. I know the song. To the village yeah. people. Blake, we'll stop the music. <laughs> yes, Blake, we'll stop the music. <laughs> Thank you. It
0: would be alright if they played the village people. <laughs> it would be, be actually, actually
2: it would be better.
4: Blake be and the Pork. Blake and the Pork.